It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. The Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. The week's most interesting interviews with senators, commentators, and newsmakers. Giving you a replay just in case you missed it. The Guy Benson Show. this Wednesday, I am thrilled to welcome, for the first time to the Guy Benson Show, our next guest, Georgia Bulldogs legend, pro football star, Heisman Trophy winner, businessman, and now Republican nominee for the U.S. Senate in Georgia, Herschel Walker. Herschel, it's great to have you. Welcome. Hello there, Guy. How are you doing? Thank you for having me on. Uh, I'm, I'm delighted to have you, and I have to tell you this before we get into politics. My best friend in the world, Mary Catherine Ham, is a Georgia Bulldog. She bleeds red and black. She's dragged me down to Athens a few times, and it's an incredible experience. We went to the Rose Bowl together the year that they beat Oklahoma. So I'm not a Georgia guy. I'm a Big Ten guy. But as far as the SEC is concerned, I pull for Georgia, and she would – kill me if i didn't start the interview by just saying go dogs she loves you and so i wanted to pass along that message before i got into trouble well thank you the dogs are playing well and i know she's got to be happy i'm happy i think everyone in georgia are happy about that and they're going to continue to play well uh, i think coach smart has done a very very good job and the players really uh seem to really really like him and they respond to the way he coaches you know, I actually meant to ask you about Kirby Smart here. Since we're on the topic of football, obviously they finally did it last year and got over the hump, beat Alabama, won the whole thing. And then they come out of the gate this season. They're not ranked number one in the country, right? That's Alabama again. They got Ohio State ahead of them. Then they come out and make the statement that they made in Atlanta against the top-ranked team, number 11, Oregon. It wasn't just a solid win. It was just an absolute beatdown. I wonder if there's maybe a chip on their shoulder still not quite getting the respect that I think they should have earned with a national title. Well, I think uh, Coach Smart has got them just ready to play. I think when you go into – camp during the summer, uh, you know, you get you guys ready. And he had a lot of guys coming back the same as Alabama did, but I think he just gave those guys a chance to be a little bit sharper than a lot of people. And But Alabama still have a great team. Uh, Ohio State still have a good team. And, and I always want to be the guy that's not ranked number one right now because uh-huh. it's tough to say at number one. But I think Georgia got a very good, very, very good chance of staying at number one and really fighting it off. And, but it's going to be tough because in the SEC, they come at you every week. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. You've got a you know, target on your back if you're number one. You're all the, already the defending champs. I guess last question about college football before we move on. I'm curious because I didn't start really following college football until I went to college. Uh, Back in 2003, I was a freshman. I went to Northwestern in Chicago, Big Ten Conference, and I just fell in love with the game. And I still have my season tickets. Even though I don't live in Chicago, I go to as many games as I can. And even in the course, uh, and the reason for that preamble is, even in the course of my years as a fan, which is almost now 20 years, which kind of blows my mind, I've seen the game change pretty dramatically especially in recent years and i just wonder what you make of some of the changes in college football and what some of the biggest differences are for when, from when you know when you were an icon and a star at 
UGA. What do you think are some of the changes that are good about college football, and what are some of the changes that you might not like as much about the game? Well, I think one of the biggest changes you see right now is the guys have gotten bigger, they've gotten faster, uh, and they're really throwing the ball around a lot more than when I played because, you know, you got a lot of good athletes out there. And, you know, uh, I was telling people about Georgia last year, and they got the same, sort of like the same team this year. They are a very big team that is very fast, and you know, that makes a big difference. I and mean, those guys are moving to the ball the way they move and being the speed that they have. It's it become a very physical game. Uh, you know, I think when you start talking about what I don't like about the game, you know, right now I think it's very, very for me, very hard for me to accept that they're going to pay players to play in college football. I think it's going to separate a lot of players. And, you know, you, I think the guys got to go out and get accountants and all things like that. So I think that may change the game a little bit that I may not like as much. But, you know, um, if, 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 but I think the players are going to do well. I'm still out praying for the game to be a good game. And Saturday, I think everybody uh, on Saturday saw a lot of good teams that play. And, and I'm excited to see college football start back up. Well, from one play to another you're running for senate first time candidate for public office which is sort of you know a, a plus and a minus in a lot of voters minds you are famous and loved in the state for football related reasons you have this big reservoir of goodwill i think a lot of people are tired of career politicians in a lot of ways you're an outsider you're different on the other hand there is a pretty steep learning curve it would seem to going from you know never running for office and now you're seeking a u.s senate seat which is a very big deal against an opponent who i think is wrong on on almost everything but he's a good talker he's smooth he was a pastor i'm just wondering how that learning curve is going for you and you've got the october 14th debate that people are talking about already what are you doing as a first-time candidate to prepare for that debate and i think the stakes are pretty high for october 14th well first of all i'm listening to the people a great deal i'm listening to the voters uh you know when i decided to run the first thing i decided to do is uh i was going to try to get around to all 159 counties and listen to what the people had to say and i've been listening to the people and and uh you know uh senator warnock just decided yesterday that he would, he would debate me which i think is a great thing because it gives the voters an opportunity to see the contrast between the two of us you know right now he believes in an open border i don't believe in an open border he have called all men and women in blue thugs and and uh, bullies and, and you know and I think our men and women in blue have done an incredible incredible job and they've made it very very tough on them right now when they put out defund the police. We have some men and women in blue that's out risking their life every day to keep this this country safe. And then you know he said that you can't serve the military and serve God at the same time. And yet our military, when you start talking about our military, that's the reason we're the strongest and greatest country in the world. We've got the best military in the world, and from the great speech, uh, the peace to strength, well, our military is all strength. And right now, this administration seems to be making us weak by some of the decisions that they've made. And, and Senator Warnock is right along with Joe Biden. He's voted with him 96% of the time, which I think is headed in the wrong direction. And the people are saying that exact same thing, that they're headed in the wrong direction. Yeah, on Senator Warnock, you know, he sort of presents himself as this charming, likable, kind of moderate guy, don't believe the lies that they're going to tell about me, and so on and so forth. And he was able to thread the needle and, and get elected just last year. Uh, in that time, since he's been in the United States Senate and he's voted the way that you just described with his party, with this president, 
almost 100% of the time. Do you think the people of Georgia are now sort of catching up with the game here? Because he seems, at least from my perspective where I sit, to be significantly to the left of where most Georgians are, but that's not how he presents himself. How are you going to try to push back against this image that he's created? Well, you know, one of the things is, uh, you know, the media is never going to be my friend right now. You know, years ago, the media used to love Herschel Walker. <laughs> and I would talk about myself in third person, but they used to love Herschel Walker and to Davis because I decided to run on a Republican ticket. Now they don't like me that much, so they're never going to be my friend. So I have to get out and uh, do what you call old-fashioned campaigning. I'm going around to all the different counters, meeting with the people, letting the people know what I can do, but also letting them what, what one not is doing as well. You no, know, he pretend to be helping you out, and yet he's caused this problem. You know, and I've said that he is a wolf in sheep's clothing because he pretend that he's this great guy and he's this pastor, and he used that to think that he's uh, Dr. King. And I said, you know, Dr. King thought it's not the color of your skin, but the content of your character. But it seems the only thing he decided to try to decide on is the color of someone's skin. Well, I disagree with that. Right now, we're good people here in this country, and we got a lot of good people. We got some problems, but we can solve those problems together. But it seems like this administration and Senator Warnock believe that we're very racist and we're a terrible country. But I want people to know that we're good people, that we have a lot of great people here, and we're not a racist country. We have our problems, but we can solve those problems together. As the great saying, go together, we stand divided, we fall. And I want Reverend Warnock to know that, Senator Warnock to know that, that, you know, we got to go out and continue to fight together because things are already hard enough. They've called this economy problem that they've called. They made things very difficult on Georgia. When you're out on the campaign trail, you said you're just doing events every day. You're traveling to every county in the state. You're listening to people. What are you hearing? Because, you know, the media tells us, you know, these are the top issues and they focus on certain things over and over and over and over again. Some of them are big issues. Some of them maybe uh, not as big, but they're hyping them up. When you're talking to voters across the spectrum in your state, what are the issues, what are the concerns that come up most often? Well, you know, the economy is going to come up a great deal. The economy is going to come up because people got to afford groceries. You know, gas prices was up. Gas prices was up. They came down some now, but they're going to go back up. I think when people get that their utility bill, they're going to see that their utility bill is probably double or triple. And, you know, the food is still up, trying to afford food. And, you know, kids just started back to school. You see that, that school supply costs more. So this economy is terrible. And yesterday you saw our president out celebrating about uh, almost <laughs> saying that the, the, the economy has decrease and he having a party about it it is terrible you know that's what is so sad that they've got you to believe don't believe your lying eyes don't believe uh what you hear that's not true but i want people to know that this economy is still headed in the wrong direction another thing people worry about is crime you see it every day on your television that's what's so sad you see crime that they picked up because they they voted on these soft on, on crime judges no judge that thinking that it's okay to make criminals heroes, make all men and women in blue like they're they're terrible people, and you know they're not supporting them. They don't have their backs, and that's one thing I am gonna do. I want the men and women in blue. That I'm not just saying this because I'm running for office, but I will always have your back. I'll always support you, and that's what we need now. Is for our elected officials to support our men and women in blue. And then, and the third thing that they talk about is men and women sports. 
the guys, Senator Warnock, that I'm running against voted to put men and women's sports. Well, people don't want that. They don't want men and women's sports. They want our kids to go to class and learn how to read and write, not go to class and worry about having wokeness in our school. And uh, and that, those are three of the major things people are talking about. And I want to just say this. We're not a border state here in Georgia. We're not a border state. But one thing that people need to know is 70% of the drugs coming across the border goes through Atlanta, Georgia. It goes to Atlanta, Georgia. That is that is absolutely amazing to me. And when you're listening to our vice president, Ms. Harris, uh, the other day, he said the border is secured. Yep. And everybody knows this border is wide open. And, you know, Senator Warnock knows this border is wide open, but they continue to say this border is secured, and they continue to make you believe lies. I mean, they're doing one terrible job in destroying not just the state of Georgia, but just destroying this United States of America. Herschel, I want to ask you one more question. Uh, Senator Warnock is your opponent, and recently we had Governor Kemp on the show. He's been on the show many times, and he was also had a few choice words about your opponent. He's, he's not a fan. Uh, Governor Kemp is running against Stacey Abrams, a very prominent woman in your state. Uh, a little while back, she said, and she and Warnock are peas in a pod, running on the same ticket, basically, on the Democratic side. Stacey Abrams said that Georgia is the worst state in the country to live in. And just as someone who is so linked to that state and is a hero in that state and, you know, carried the torch for the for the flagship university in that state, I just wonder how you reacted to that when you heard Stacey Abrams call Georgia the worst place in the country to live. Well, you know, I just said, why in the world is she running for governor here? Is this the worst place in America to run and it's such a bad uh, state? Why are you running for governor here? And, and you know, one of the things that she has to deal with, and she needs to tell the people, why did she move that all-star game out of Atlanta? You heard a lot of small businesses. And that's what uh, with my opponent, you know, he and Stacey Abrams and, uh, and, and, and President Biden, they're cut from the same cloth. Yep. They do the exact same thing. They try to use racism to advance themselves. Right now, they try to use scare tactics to get votes. And that's what they continue to do. They're trying to get votes. They're trying to scare people. They're trying to use these different tactics. But right now, Stacey Abrams moved also a game out of Atlanta, which hurt a lot of small businesses. They said that we're the worst state in America, when yet you're running for office here. And her income has, has doubled as well. I don't know if people know that. You know, Senator Warnock income, his salary has doubled since he got into office. Same thing with Stacey Abrams. And I said, guys, are they going to office to be paid or are they going to office to represent the people? Because I'm going up to Washington because I want to represent Georgia, not represent Joe Biden, not represent some part of it, represent the great people of Georgia. Herschel Walker is a Georgia legend at UGA, and in his exploits with the Bulldogs, he won a Heisman Trophy, and in November, he wants to win a U.S. Senate seat up against Senator Warnock. It's going to be a barn burner, a very close race. October 14th, the date is circled for that big debate. Herschel, wishing you luck. Hope to have you back, and we'll talk soon. And for my friend Mary Catherine, I'll just say again, go dogs. Hey, thank you so much. And I want to encourage everyone to go to TeamHerschel.com. And let's win this seat fight for the great people of Georgia. Let me represent them. And Georgia is their next great senator. Herschel Walker on The Guy Benson Show. It's the happy hour, and we'll be right back. That was this week's edition of The Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. For more Guy Benson Show, go to GuyBensonShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.